A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. Would you be the jerk for taking your own son's money? We'll find out, but first, a story from Portable Chaos 719. Am I the jerk for overreacting about how everything went down on Mother's Day? My friends and my husband both state that I'm overreacting here, and I've never felt more invalidated in my life. So I need unbiased feedback. I have two sons from my previous relationship, 12 and 9. I've been with my husband for 8 years. My children's father passed away 6 years ago in a car wreck, and my husband since made multiple points to bring up adopting my children. I only bring this up because one of my friends, whom I've now cut off, stated that they aren't technically his kids, and that is why she states I'm overreacting. He calls my kids his babies. Anyways, I've been pretty mentally depleted and pouring from an empty cup for some months now. I'm just overwhelmed and feel like everyone, including my husband, expect me to fix all their problems and it's become a lot. Like my husband is constantly asking me to come up with solutions for him and then my kids on top of that. I just needed a break. So on Mother's Day, my husband watched the kids while I took a nap. You would have thought that I was in a freaking coma or something because I laid down at 11am and didn't get up until 7pm. I clearly needed it. When I woke up, I'll admit that I was immediately peeved. I didn't smell dinner or anything like that, so I asked my husband if he had made the boys anything to eat and he said he just gave them a cup of soup noodles versus making dinner. So not only did my kids not eat the food that I'd specifically unthawed because my husband didn't feel like cooking, he hardly ever does, but I also didn't have any food for when I woke up. I just thought it was incredibly selfish and inconsiderate, mainly due to the fact that he didn't want to cook because he was playing video games. I didn't get any cards or gifts or anything, all I did was take a nap. So I was trying to push this out of my head and not make a big deal about it, Like desperately, because it just felt like once again, a day that was supposed to be dedicated to appreciating me didn't turn out this way, but I was trying not to see it that way. Well, then crap hit the fan because I say I'm going to get myself food because I was starving, and my husband immediately asks me to go get something for him too from a different place clear across town. I make a snarky comment about, it's Mother's Day, you should be going for me. So he starts huffing and puffing about it because he's playing video games but gets up to go. He came back with something I didn't want because he thought I would like it and later admits that we didn't actually have money for the thing I wanted. Steak and shrimp which is kind of pricey. I asked him how we didn't have the money for it because we had over $400 in the bank the day before. And he tells me that he sent his mother $250 to pay her car note for Mother's Day and a big bouquet of flowers that cost him 40 bucks. Again, all I got was a freaking nap. So I was pissed. But like I said, everyone's saying I'm being overdramatic about this and being a jerk for blowing this out of proportion. Am I the jerk? I feel like OP's definitely not the jerk. On Mother's Day with kids and a husband, you feel like maybe they would try to do something to make you feel appreciated, and they can't even do like a bare minimum thing. And then not only that, but you find out that your husband spent 75% of the money in your joint bank account without ever running it by you? 
That seems like a major problem to me. Would you guys agree that OP's not the jerk here, and that they deserved a lot more for Mother's Day? Or do you guys think that maybe Mother's Day's made out to be a bigger deal than it actually is? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Throwaway Parents 2. Am I the jerk for demanding to use my brother's stuff? I, female, 15, have a brother, male, 16. My parents always buy him stuff, computer, tablet, violin, etc. But when I ask them for the same stuff, they always answer with, we'll buy you the same thing next year when you turn the same age. Or, we can't afford to right now, so we'll buy you one later. But they never do. Last night I had to do a school project, but because I didn't have a computer, I couldn't. I usually borrow someone's, a family member, like a cousin's laptop for these kinds of things. But this time, everyone needed theirs, so no one would give me one. I got so angry and frustrated that I started yelling at them, telling them if they don't let me share his stuff, I'm gonna break his computer. I'm not gonna do it though, probably. My parents think I'm being irrational and a jerk because they're his stuff. If he doesn't want to share it with you, then he doesn't have to. I think they're being jerks because if they can't buy two of the same thing, then they should buy one for both of us, not just for him. Am I the jerk? I would say OP's definitely not the jerk, as long as they don't actually go around damaging anything. I think it's pretty clear cut that it's unfair to be getting one kid all these pricey presents and gifts, and then turn around and tell the other sibling, sorry kiddo, we don't have any money for that, you'll just have to wait. Doesn't seem very fair at all, and frankly the parents should try to be a little bit more accommodating if there really is a financial issue. Our next story is from Round Replacement 7840. Am I the jerk for complimenting a friend of mine making my fiancé jealous? I've 29-year-old male, known my good friend Sarah, 29-year-old female, since we were both 7 years old. We grew up together and we're very close. Sarah's very beautiful and stylish. She's working as a bridal consultant and a stylist, and she's into the fashion industry, so her sense of style is immaculate. My fiance Jane, 27-year-old female, is a lawyer. She has a more casual, chic style, while Sarah has a more glamorous style. And I realize how both women's works and lifestyles also affect their sense of style. For the record, I adore my fiance. I've been with her since she was 20 and I was 22, proposed to her a year ago, and she's the nicest and most supportive woman I've ever met. So before anyone says that I may be attracted to Sarah over my fiancé, remember this. Sarah's a good friend, but we're not compatible to work as a couple at all. Her life goals do not align with mine, and her lifestyle is exhausting for me. While Jane and I, on the other hand, are compatible in every aspect. Sarah's what we'd call conventionally attractive, while Jane has a more unique kind of beauty. Sarah's the kind of woman who will make everyone turn their heads and just stare at her whenever she enters a room. She's always been like that. Jane didn't seem to mind at first, but later on, she started getting bothered whenever I over-complimented Sarah, but still didn't make a big deal out of it. A friend of Sarah and I got engaged over the weekend and had his engagement party with his new fiancé. Sarah was invited and so was I with my wife. As always, once Sarah walked in, everyone turned to look at her. It was one of the best outfits she'd worn and one of the best hairstyles she'd have. I went to greet her and I couldn't stop complimenting her all night long because she truly outdid herself. I noticed Jane sitting alone later and I went to ask her what's wrong. She replied that I'm ridiculous for asking as if I didn't know already. Then my friend's new fiancé and my friend pulled me to the side and told me that they'd spotted my fiancé crying in the hallway a while ago 
and she told him that she feels like she's never going to be as good and as pretty as Sarah in my eyes, and she feels humiliated and jealous. My friend's fiancé also told me that what Sarah wore to the engagement party was beyond inappropriate, but she wouldn't say anything because she doesn't want to stir drama, and that at some point, Sarah needs to stop trying to have all the attention to herself constantly trying to overshadow everyone. Am I the jerk? I mean, I don't know, I think OP is the jerk here. Like, I'm sorry, but if you can't stop complimenting your female friend to the point that it's making your fiancé cry in a hallway because they feel they can't live up to the way you're treating your friend, then it's probably safe to say that OP's going a little far here. I don't know, in a situation like this where there's a guy and they have their fiancé with them, is it even appropriate to comment on how a female friend looks? Like, if that guy goes up to their female friend and says, You've outdone yourself. Is that already too much? Like, too over the line? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments. Our next story is from Positive Ad 5418 Am I the jerk for asking an artist to remove their signature from the art I commissioned? I found an artist I really enjoy and commissioned them recently. I want to preface this with the fact that everything went extremely smoothly so far. I'm very happy with the outcome, and the art is exactly what I pictured. Only one issue though, they left their signature on it. To be fair, it is small, off to the corner, not very noticeable. I just feel that it's unprofessional. As I commissioned them, the artwork doesn't belong to them anymore. I asked if they'll remove it for me, and they seemed kind of annoyed and asked me if I read their TOS. Admittedly, I skimmed, where it apparently states that they will not remove their signature. I told them what I said above, which is that I own the art now. They then told me that I somehow don't, and then quoted me a huge markup price for commercial rights. And they only remove their signature for that purpose. I said I don't need commercial rights, and tried to compromise by offering to send them $5 to remove it. Which is utter BS in the first place, I shouldn't have to pay extra for this. They refused, and I'd essentially told the artist that if they don't remove it, then I'll simply photoshop it out myself. Considering that it's mine, I can do what I please with it. They then informed me that I'll be blacklisted from commissioning them if I do so. Spoiler alert, I did it, and now I am not to mention blocked from them as well. Am I the jerk? I think this story serves as a good example of why, when you're looking to get art commissioned, you really have to know your artist, or you have to have a really good understanding of their policy and agreement. When you're dealing with something like IP, commercial rights, rights to art and assets, There's a real legal process to it, and oftentimes, if you're going to do it properly, you actually have to agree to some kind of contract. I don't know if this artist's TOS is really legally binding or not, I'm not a lawyer, but I would argue that if OP agreed to this, it's pretty clear-cut that they don't own that art, or at least they don't have the rights to alter it and use it for commercial purposes. And therefore, they are the jerk. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every single video has great stories, like our next one from Unable Astronaut 8984 Am I the jerk for refusing to give my stepsister free tickets I got to a concert and telling her to stay home and look after her daughter instead? I'm 24-year-old female. To be blunt, my brother, 21-year-old male, is a stripper but he's one of the ones that put on those complex shows with pole tricks and floating hoop things. He gets hired to perform at gigs, sometimes just to entertain, sometimes to strip, etc. 
He's been hired to perform at a few concerts over the past years or so, as things have opened up, and when they're safe for work, he often offers me free tickets. I don't know most of the artists since they're normally smaller underground concerts, but I enjoy the atmosphere so I normally go. Our parents split after I finished high school. My dad's still single, but our mom had remarried, and now we have step-siblings. 18-year-old male, 20-year-old female, 22-year-old female. When they found out what my brother does, my stepbrother didn't really care, but my stepsisters freaked out and refused to be around him, especially the older one. She has a kid, a three-month-old girl, and didn't want her to even hear about my brother. This really damaged my relationship with them. After he asked, I started taking my stepbrother with me, as he also really likes this sort of atmosphere. Now, my brother offered me tickets to this gig next week. I texted my stepbro about it, and he freaked out, since he actually knew this small band and really liked them. But turns out, so does his older sister. She found out and texted me, asking if I could get her some free tickets. I immediately said no, and I told her that after how she treated my brother, there was no way I was letting her use him to get free stuff. She called me petty, and that she was just being a good mother looking out for her daughter. I then told her to stay home and look after her daughter then. She called me a few names before I just stopped responding to her texts. So, am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk. If they're gonna be like that and outwardly show disgust towards OP's brother, what they do, try to outcast them, and then turn around and say, well, considering they can get me something for free that I do like, could you hook me up? They probably wouldn't be afraid to drop the whole, come on, we're step-siblings. We're basically family, hook me up, right? It's just one big hypocritical screw you. Our next story is from Low Statistician 6031. Am I the jerk for not letting my neighbors borrow my car for a long trip? I, female 29, moved to a new neighborhood almost two years ago. I live alone, no partner or kids, but my mom, female 80, does live with me part of the year, six to eight months of the year. I really like this neighborhood and haven't had any issues until now. It's a very tight-knit community. Neighborhood barbecues at least once a month. The kids all play together after school, etc. My next-door neighbors to one side have a severely disabled child. She's six, almost seven, and completely non-verbal and wheelchair-bound. They have nurses who help care for her, but I know her parents are struggling, understandably so. Her mom had to quit her job and is a full-time carer for her and their other older child. I've gotten relatively close to them, the parents, and their lovely neighbors. Their older child is respectful and honestly one of the sweetest children in the neighborhood. For my mom, I bought a minivan and had it customized to have a ramp and wheelchair tie-downs so I can easily transport her and her mobility equipment, usually an ECV or wheelchair when she's staying with me. The other four to six months of the year, when my mom spends time with her sister and friends in our home country, the car sits mostly unused unless I have a reason to move bigger things that won't fit in my daily driver. I noticed that the neighbors didn't have a car suitable for transporting their daughter without taking her out of the wheelchair and fighting to keep all her tubes and wires in place, so I offered them the use of my minivan if I wasn't using it to transport my mom. We've had an agreement in place that's worked well for us for almost 18 months, but now they've asked if they can use the car to go on a road trip. The trip is scheduled to last just over two weeks. The main reason for the trip is to take the kids to Disney World for the first time. My problem is that my mom is supposed to arrive a couple days after they would leave. I asked if they could delay the trip by just a few days so I can at least get her from the airport with minimal stress. 
They are adamant that they leave on the dates they want to, so I said no. I need to be able to comfortably get my mom from the airport, and after a 12-hour flight, I want her to be comfortable and not have to worry about getting in and out of the car. They called me selfish, and I've been ousted by the rest of the community. I wasn't invited to the last barbecue, nobody says hi or waves back at me on the street anymore, the neighbor kids that come by to see my dogs and run around the yard with them haven't been by in almost two weeks. I tried to text the neighbors, but my texts went undelivered, so... I think they blocked me. I feel like I'm living in a hostile environment now and it's so uncomfortable. Should I just cave and let them take my car? I definitely feel bad for OP. I think they're not the jerk. I mean, the bottom line is it's their car and OP was offering to let them use it to make their lives easier under the condition that they use it when OP is not using it. Literally, the only problem here is they want to try to use it during a long road trip where OP actually does need to use it for their own mom. I don't know how you can spread the word around and try to, like, I don't know, restore your status in the neighborhood at all, but I definitely feel bad for them because they don't deserve all this hatred and ousting. Our next story is from throwaway134543. Am I the jerk for showing the kids what their dad did? My husband was staying at the hospital for some health issues. After he got out, he started wetting the bed every few nights. We talked to the doctor about it, and they gave us meds, but they take time. So they suggested that my husband use adult diapers temporarily. He said no, and since he's too sick to do anything, then I'm the one having to clean up every time. I grew tired of it. He just kept wetting the bed and not even considering diapers at this point. Yesterday morning was my final straw. I saw that he'd wet the bed again, and I just kind of went off. I kept talking, but it's like he wasn't hearing me at all because he just kept staring at the wall. The kids heard the fuss and came in asking what was going on. I showed them the state the beds and sheets were in and said, See, your dad keeps wetting the bed and throws a tantrum when asked to wear a diaper. They stared and my husband looked shocked. He had them leave the room, then said I shouldn't have done that. In my defense, I wanted to defend myself because I thought it was unfair when the kids accused me of yelling at their dad for no reason. He said I humiliated him in front of his kids and made him feel terrible. I told him he can be less embarrassed and feel less terrible when he stops wetting the bed like he was a child. He started crying saying that he's struggling with his health and said that I was being cruel and descendant towards him now. I'm trying to turn the kids against him as well as shame him in front of them. My sister visited, and when I vented to her about it, she said she understood, but I was still in the wrong for getting the kids involved. I'm feeling conflicted on whether I did the right thing, maybe to get him to understand how this has been affecting me as well. Am I the jerk for this? The kids' ages are 11 and 13. This is a tough one because I honestly would be very embarrassing and almost kind of shaming them, but like, there's only so much you can take. They're fully aware that refusing to wear those diapers means that they keep wetting the bed, staining whatever sheets, staining the mattress, and that wearing the adult diapers and just being an adult about it would prevent a lot of issues and a lot of cleanup and a lot of grief. So it's a little feisty, but I think OP's not the jerk. What do you guys think? Is OP the jerk for showing their kids what their dad's doing like that? Let me know in the comments. Our next story is from Electric Oak 3845 Am I the jerk for rejecting names my wife wanted for our kids after finding out they're from a card game? A few months ago, I, 25, and my wife, Kaylee, 22, discovered we were having twins. 
Obviously, we've been over the moon about this and already prepared nurseries, etc. for our beautiful girls and talked a lot about names and such. Kaylee suggested the names Bella and Sarah, and even though they're pretty common ones, I do like them, and it didn't fall into the matching categories, or at least I thought that. Today, one of Kaylee's friends, Brittany, came over and, of course, asked about the girls, and I told her about the names. Brittany burst out laughing, and Kaylee looked kind of embarrassed, so I asked what this was about. Brittany said that Kaylee definitely got those exact names from a horse unicorn card game they used to collect as teens called, you guessed it, Bella Sarah. After Brittany left, I was honestly left in shock and told my wife under no circumstances were we naming the girls that anymore because it's beyond cheesy and quite honestly ridiculous at this point. Kaylee deflected me and said no one even knows about the game and that it's fine, but I refused and it turned into a huge fight. Am I the jerk? Honestly, I think Opie is the jerk here because I, even though they're named after that card game, think those names are completely acceptable. It's not like they're trying to name one kid Connect and the other kid Four. It's not like they're trying to call one kid Shoots and the other one Ladders. Bella and Sarah are completely normal names and honestly, unless you have like a really fond attachment of that game, you probably wouldn't be able to put two and two together. And again, those names are totally normal names. Nobody's gonna bully somebody for being called Bella or Sarah. I highly doubt in the future some classmate's going to find the connection for Bella Sarah. I just think it's an overreaction. Our next story is from Remarkable Wait 237 Am I the jerk for defending my friend and saying my wife needs to work on her insecurities? I've been married to Jessica for 13 years, and we have two girls, 12 and 5. I have a female friend, Madison, who I've known since before I was with Jessica. This has never caused much of an issue, because I met Madison through her ex-husband, who is still one of her best friends, and we usually hang out in a group, so Jessica never felt jealous or threatened. She doesn't like Madison though due to clashing personalities. She feels Madison and our mutual friend, her ex's wife, look down on her, but she can't come up with any examples and admits it's just a gut feeling. I don't know what to believe there because other people have told me they felt it was Jessica who hated the other two women. Madison has a glamorous life. She used to work in fashion and married a guy with freak you money, so my 12 year old has always been in awe of her, just due to the clothes and parties. This annoys Jessica, but we never thought much of it. Jessica's more of a girl-next-door type and looks down on Madison for some of the glamour. My five-year-old's been having some behavioral issues lately, so we're working on that, but everyone's a little tense. Madison and her current husband stopped by Saturday night after attending some sort of gala fundraiser because he lent me something and needed it back. Madison was dressed up from the gala. Our five-year-old heard the noise and it woke her up. We'd been having a tough day with her behavior, and my wife was burnt out. She saw Madison and said, You look like a princess. You're so pretty and your dresses are so pretty. I wish you were my mom. Madison laughed and was like, Aw, thank you, which Jessica thought was insensitive. When they left, she went off about what a witch Madison was. I thought it would blow over, but she's been pressuring me to distance myself from the friendship. I argued Madison didn't even do anything, and it was about a dress, not my wife. But Jessica says that it doesn't matter what Madison did. She's my wife, and she's uncomfortable, so that should be my priority. Today she brought it up again, and I snapped that she needs to work on her insecurity. 
No one did anything wrong, and I'm entitled to a life and friendships which don't get to be dictated by her insecurities. Obviously, that did not go over well. I'm gonna say OP is the jerk here because your child literally said, I wish you were my mom, and you try to downplay the meaning behind that behavior and the impact it surely is going to have on your wife. Now, I don't know if OP necessarily needs to cut off their friendship with Madison here, but them not having their wives back and trying to correct their kids' behavior when they say something that's so blatantly just not right to say? That's the real concern here, I think. This next story is from Rowena Ravenclaw Zero. Would I be the jerk if I met daddy's do-over baby against his wishes? I, 36-year-old female, have never had a relationship with my dad. The one time I met him, he flat out told me that I'm nothing more than a mistake he made at age 19. He lived a very affluent life, while I was raised in abject poverty. He never made financial contributions to my well-being. Recently, his mother passed away. I have no idea how she found out about me because he hid the fact that I existed from his entire family. She left me a not insubstantial amount of money in her will, now sitting in a college fund for my daughter. This led several members of the family to question who I was and why she had left me money, forcing dad to confess. His do-over babies contacted me and wants to fly over to me. They live in the UK and I live in the US. My dad's made it clear that he's against this because it will derail her college-bound path. She's just turned 18. I must admit I'm curious as to what she's like. Would I be the jerk if I met her despite dad's objections? I think OP is definitely not the jerk. If you want to see your relative and your relative wants to meet up with you, by all means. And if there's anybody that you have every right to ignore, it would be the one person that abandoned you at 19 called you a mistake and never once helped you at all. They should never get a say in anything that you do. Our next story is from Lan only. Am I the jerk for asking my dad's girlfriend to wear a bra around the house? My dad's girlfriend lives with us along with my siblings. It's my dad's house and she moved in. I, 18 year old male, have noticed that sometimes she doesn't wear a bra around the house. It makes me uncomfortable. I've asked her if she could wear a bra because it makes me uncomfortable. She responded with no because it's her house too. I don't think what I asked is too much to ask. Am I the jerk? I'm gonna say OP is the jerk because if you're living there and you're approved to live there, which you know being in a relationship with the person who owns the house and is consenting to them living there, they have every right to walk around the house without a bra on. OP needs to be able to control themselves or be able to look past it. Our next story is from throwaway17371. Am I the jerk for responding to my sister's bullying with a hard truth? My oldest sister's always been abrasive and a hard person to connect with. She resented our middle sister her entire life and treated her like crap for practically no reason. Unrelated to all that, our middle sister tragically passed away a few years ago. It hit us all really hard, but especially me since we were extremely close best friends and did everything together. Since then, I've tried multiple times to rekindle my relationship with my oldest sister, but we just don't connect like that. The last few months, my oldest sister has been angrier and meaner than usual. When she's in an angry mood, she'll say and do anything she can to hurt you, including things as extreme as telling me my middle sister hated me and that she wishes she were dead instead. This all erupted into a screaming match last night, which was immature on my part, but I lost my temper. It ended with me snapping back and saying that she bullied our sister her entire life 
and now that she's gone, she needs a new younger sibling to bully. I told her she should be ashamed of herself, and I wouldn't be able to look myself in the mirror if I had treated someone so badly their entire life. That hit hard, and she left the house after. My parents were livid as if I'd just done something astronomically horrible and yelled at me for a long time, telling me I'd crossed the line. I'm not saying my parents take her side, but they certainly don't hold her accountable for the way she treats people. Am I the jerk? I mean, I certainly feel bad for OP. This situation here is a very difficult one, and some very real things were said that, frankly, I don't think make OP a jerk for saying. It's nice that OP's given a chance to try to rekindle that relationship, but maybe it's better to just go no contact and just try to let that go. And our final story of the day is by SafetyLight3099. Am I the jerk for using my son's savings to get his stepbrother's car fixed? My stepson, 19, got a new car from his bio mom. She and her family are well off and, unlike me, they could afford to buy a car. I'm happy for my stepson, but my son, 17, isn't. In fact, he complains about how unfair it is for my husband to let his ex gift their son a car but not him. It's unreasonable, I know, but teenage years are mostly hard, and it's even harder to expect the kids to be reasonable. My son wanted to take part in driving the car as a compromise, or else we would have to get rid of it. I sat him down to explain to him that the car is his stepbrother's property and he shouldn't be expecting to drive it unless he's given permission. He was having none of it, and kept giving us ultimatums, saying he either shares the car with his stepbrother, or the car goes. When my husband confronted him, my son went and did so much damage to the car, he threw paint on it, ruined the lights, damaged the front of it completely. My stepson had a breakdown when he saw it in the morning, and husband was beyond livid after seeing the footage from our driveway cam and seeing my son damaging the car. My husband later confronted my son, and all my son did was laugh and give him the middle finger. I went to take all of his camp savings for the summer to pay for the damages and gave them to my husband. My son found out and went bat crap on everyone in the house. He accused me of stealing, then trying to please my husband for sex then told his stepbrother that he warned him so he shouldn't be blamed. He also said it was my fault for not getting him a car or getting my husband to get him a car in the first place to avoid favoritism and conflict. He's been spending the majority of his time in his room, refusing to come out or eat anything. I'm worried about him not eating because he did this once and ended up in the hospital for low blood pressure. I think OP is definitely not the jerk in the situation, and I feel bad for them because they've got their hands full. Frankly, I would try to get them in some kind of therapy if possible. I'm really not sure what else you can do. I mean, at some point, if they're uncooperative and won't help at all, you know, maybe you have to threaten or actually go through with pressing charges. Like, at some point, their reign of terror in this household has to come to an end. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to see another Am I the Jerk story that was even more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. With that said, I'll see you all next time for some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.